You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the car parts you'll ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. This episode is also brought to you by Prize Picks. For all you college football fanatics, it's the leader in college sports daily fantasy and offers more college football props than anyone in the world. Also offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns and or even interceptions thrown. All of you that try it out today, just be sure to use the promo code Locked On, and you'll receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. And you can use the award-winning Prize Picks app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawal, so don't hesitate today. Check out PrizePicks.com and use promo code Locked On to know or go to the App Store and download the app today. Prize Picks is the daily fantasy made easy. So now we turn the page. Arkansas football was disappointing this past weekend, but can't cry over spilled milk. You still got five games left in the season, four conference games, and like in the case of this weekend, you are playing an in-state foe in War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock. University of Arkansas Pine Bluff, a system school of the University of Arkansas. And, you know, I know that there have been... A lot of conversations for hundreds of years, it seems like, about the possibility or at least the ability to play in-state games in football. Now, this game is pretty historic, this upcoming game, because it's, it has been a very, very long time since Arkansas has played an in-state foe in football. But it's not the first time. Some people get that confused. Arkansas actually played Hendricks. Back from 1911 through 1933, roughly, uh, Arkansas won the majority of those games. But they did play Hendricks, mind you. They also played Henderson State in 1908, 09, 1910, 1912, 1913, and 1929. Uh, they also played Washtenaw Baptist once in 1914. Played UCA in 1923 and 1926. And also played UA Monticello in 1943 and 1944. That's it. So the last time, for those of you keeping score at home, the Arkansas Razorback football team has played an in-state opponent in football was in 1944 against UA Monticello. We're talking about World War II was the last time that Arkansas had played an in-state opponent. And that all changes this week when Arkansas plays UAPB. Now, I don't want to turn this into Arkansas versus Arkansas State because I feel like it's bigger than that at this point. Arkansas and Arkansas State are going to play each other in 2025 in War Memorial Stadium. Uh, I think we all know that that's going to happen. It is inevitable, and I don't think it's going to be a continuation. I think it's just a way to get the amendment fixed for the War Memorial Stadium contract to help them out as well. Uh, But my thoughts on playing in-state opponents, and again, it's not just Arkansas State. This is about UA Monticello and UA whoever. Like, this is everybody. Um, I was very resistant to playing any in-state school, particularly Arkansas State, because I look at it as, all right, well, what's in it for Arkansas? If you're the Razorbacks, what's in it to play an in-state school? Well, nothing. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. 
People say, well, it keeps the money in the state. Well, why does Arkansas care about that? Like, well, what does that give Arkansas? Nothing. They don't give the university anything. It's not like they need it for recruiting purposes or for boosters and money or anything like that. You're the head show in town and by far. So there was never a reason to play an in-state school. I mean, it was always just maybe it had been cool for the fans, but you know, it was always that thing that, well, Arkansas didn't want it as much as the other teams did. You know, it wasn't a mutual thing. And everyone was like, well, wouldn't it be great to have everyone's got rivalries with their in-state opponents? Yeah, okay. How many of the SEC teams have a rivalry with a Sunbelt team? Or whatever conference any of these teams are. None of them do. I was always resistant to that. And to this day, I am still resistant to a on an ongoing series with Arkansas State. Playing them once is fine. Uh, making it a yearly thing, no. I'm not for that at all. But I've always believed that if you are going to play in-state schools, if you're Arkansas and you're going to decide to play in-state schools in football, you might as well do it at least in the regard of ones that are part of your system. Because if you are able to do it part of the University of Arkansas system schools, you can keep that money within the system. Instead of paying Louisiana Monroe or paying you know whoever, you're at least paying a school that is within your own system So it gives you that benefit as well, Uh, whether it's UAPB or whoever. uh, I know that sometimes, you know, you got to look at it from uh, the perspective of like in basketball and baseball, too, with some of the smaller Arkansas schools. But overall, I feel like if you're able to do that, like if Arkansas, I would I would much rather. And this is what's going to maybe sound weird, but I would much rather play a yearly game against UAPB than Arkansas State. Not be ever because everyone's going to be like, oh, because you're afraid of them. No, it's because it makes more sense. If you're going to play an in-state school, play the school that needs the most help, play a school that could use the money a lot more, play a school that's in your own system, and there you go. I mean, it it works out for both sides of things, and also we get a chance to see the awesome band at halftime. Like, that'd be fun. Um, But I've always felt like that was the case whenever you wanted to do it, but it's still not a necessity. It's still not something that has to be done, I'm just saying that if you're going to do it, you might as well do it that way. And that's why this game against UAPB this weekend in Little Rock is actually really fascinating to me. I know that some of you may not care as much because you're kind of down with the three-game losing streak. You're not caring as much because the game's in Little Rock, mind you. Uh, but I think it's historic for the reasons that I just mentioned and the fact that it's been the first time since World War II that you've been able to have a game like this. And so it's, it's a pretty historical and the other side of it, too, is the fact that the game is in Little Rock, which, uh, again, if you know me and you've listened to this podcast, you know that I am very hesitant and resistant to having any games in Little Rock. Uh, there's no other school in Power 5, especially, that has to do something like this, where every year they have to play a game in a stadium that is as poor as that, as War Memorial where the locker rooms are bad, the stands are bad, the the like the facilities are bad, everything's bad. And I know that a lot of people are going to disagree with me on that, but it's just reality. No other school does that. And it's just gotten to the point now where it's no longer needed. And I think after 2025, uh, that game against Arkansas State, Moore Memorial, that'll be the end of Razorback football games 
and War Memorial Stadium. It cost them too much money. You can't host recruits, anything like that. It's just not going to happen. But saying all that, I like the fact that this game against UAPB is in Little Rock and at War Memorial Stadium because it is a game that can be beneficial to having UAPB people drive, drive up as well as the fans, the Central Arkansas fans find it very unique and are more willing to attend a game instead of being an SEC game. They're willing to attend a game that is against an in-state opponent, and everybody wins in that regard. So I say all that to say this. Should Arkansas have a, an ongoing series with Arkansas State? No. UAPB? I could see it. I wouldn't have a problem with it. Should Arkansas play games in Little Rock past the contract of 2025 at War Memorial Stadium? No. But if they were to play, like, for instance, UAPB every year in Little Rock, I wouldn't have much of an issue with that. I think that there can be some common ground that we can all come to for those of you who are on either side of the aisle when dealing with something like this. And that's kind of where I'm sitting at, too. And trust me, I know that there's many people that will have, take issue with my stance on War Memorial Stadium and my stance against in-state schools and all that. But I just look at it for what is the best thing for Arkansas to do and what is the best thing for the football program to do financially, things that make sense, recruiting-wise, all that. Like, There's a reason why the amendment was made to keep the Missouri game out of Little Rock this year because of the fact that you can't have SEC games. We already have one in Arlington. You can't have two away from home each and every year. That's just killer for recruiting. So uh, I get it. I get it. And I think that this is going to be a fun game for all the great reasons that was listed. And I can't wait to play UAPB. Should be an interesting thing. We'll uh, take a commercial break here in just a second. But first, I've got to tell you about Rock Auto and how this episode is brought to you in part by Rock Auto. Why, say, why would you go anywhere else than Rock Auto when you're trying to find all the car parts for your vehicle? Don't go to some big box stores. Stores save money and time when you use Rock Auto. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for all customers. If you go and explore their easy-to-use website today, find the solution you need for your auto part needs. And if you go to rockauto.com right now, see the car parts available for your car or truck, write Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you amazing prices, amazing selection, and reliably low all the car parts you'll ever need at rockauto.com. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, I do want to talk a little bit about Razorback basketball and some of the good things going on with it right now due to the fact that they had their red-white game over the weekend. And I know that even though we're in football mode, there's still a lot of people that are excited about the Razorback basketball team. And honestly, yesterday, when uh, the official polls came out, or at least the Associated Press poll, uh, Arkansas came out as preseason ranked number 16 in the country. It's the first time since 07-08 that this team has been in a preseason poll in the AP in the top 25. That's pretty insane. That's pretty insane, but pretty cool. And honestly, I don't think it's high enough. I think Arkansas will finish higher than what they will at uh, – 16, just when it's all said and done. But obviously, a lot of the, the positive press and the positive everything is coming in and flowing in uh, for the Arkansas Razorback basketball team right now. Uh, things are going about as well as you could ask. And at the red-white game that happened over the weekend, I, you, you know, what can you take from it? It's a practice. So 
It's not like you can say, oh, well, this is this is going to be awesome. Uh, but like, for instance, J.D. Note led all scorers. He had 22 points in the game. Uh, Stanley Amude at 16. Devo had 16. Uh, you also had Chris Likes and Jackson Robinson with 14 apiece. Jalen uh, Williams had 12 points for him. Uh, you had 10 points by D.C. Tony as well as Connor Vanover, too. Uh, some other guys got into the mix as well. A lot of people were on uh, some pretty limited playing time due to injuries or whatnot. You know, K.K. Robinson comes in, has six points. Like It was just entertaining and gets the chance to get to see the Razorback basketball team for the first time. But I'm telling you right now, and especially the fact that, actually just as I'm reading on Twitter right now, Devo Davis was named to uh, All-SEC preseason all, second team all sec so uh, uh not not surprising there also arkansas is fit, picked to finish third in the sec which okay uh kentucky and bam i'm sure are ahead which i don't agree with there either but still it doesn't matter it's preseason doesn't matter it doesn't matter uh the point is though is that this razorback basketball team is going to be about as fun as you could ever ask a razorback basketball team or a basketball team in general to be like i know that last year you went to the elite eight and that was phenomenal you were the second best team in the SEC. Like, that was phenomenal. Everything was great about it. But the thing is, is last year's dynamic made it fascinating where you had an you had a one-and-done NBA player in Moses Moody. You had a big-time transfer guy in Justin Smith that led the way. You had a lot of young freshmen that helped out. And it, you were able to make be a great team. But the thing is, is this year now, I think that the team overall is better this year than what they were last year. Now, will they go as far into the tournament? It's hard to tell. I mean, it's a crapshoot once you get to the NCAA tournament. I think they will, but you never know how it's going to go. Um, but I, I was just looking at the schedule and, and, and all of that, too, and just uh, seeing how the roster sets up. And honestly, you have a lot of experience with these transfers. You know, Chris Likes is going to be big time. Stanley Amude is going to be big time. Uh, you got guys that are returning, like K.K. Robinson that was hurt last year that we know what uh, he's been capable of and why he was highly recruited. You still got Devo Davis and Jalen Williams. I mean, you got uh, Jackson Robinson, who is a guy that got a lot of experience uh, from last year, or at least in his time at Texas A&M. Uh, you got a true freshman, Chance Moore, who looks really good as well. Kamani Johnson's going to be relied on uh, a lot in that regard. Uh, I mean, it just you have a roster full of players with the ability to make plays. Like last year, you had Moses, you had Justin Smith, sometimes you'd had Devo, sometimes you had J.D. Note, you know, but you know, sometimes it would be somebody else. But it was always just kind of like the, your team went as those two players, your best players went. But this year, you there's not a bad player on the roster. Like there's no guy that when it's like, oh gosh, when he comes off the bench, like, why? Why are we doing this? This is awful. You don't have that right now. You have nothing but a lot of quality players. Guys that are going to be able to maybe not go to the NBA. Maybe some of them will, or maybe one of them will. Who knows? But you have so much experience coming back and quality talent and quality play that it's hard not to get excited and feel like this could be the year. This could be the year where you could finally take advantage and move forward and do the bigger things that you're trying to do. Like I look forward to it. I think that this basketball team is going to be ready. I think that people, even though that they're 16th and pick third to finish in the SEC West or SEC in general, I think that that's still underrated. And I think that they're going to really shock some people. I could see someone similar to like last year too, where solid non-conference, get off to a slow start in SEC play, finish strong the rest of the way. 
I think that's where people would be at for it as well. SEC is going to be tough, but I think Arkansas basketball with Eric Musselman is going to be about as good as anybody in this conference. That's how I feel about it. Uh, I got to tell you about sweat blocks, okay? You know what? I've been telling you about the wipes and everything. Listen, for a few weeks we've been talking about this. These wipes stop sweat for up to seven days. And it seems people that have been listening because we have friends at Lockdown who have tried sweat block and have loved it. That's what has made it so interesting is the fact that I've actually had people reach out to me and say, hey, I tried that out and it works great. It stops excessive sweat for up to seven days per use and it's doctor created doctor recommended you have a dry shirt guarantee and a sweat block doesn't keep you dry you get your money back so there's nothing better than that where you try something if it doesn't work you get your money back it's not just for armpits either it's for chest it's for back it's for feet it's for hands you can use it anywhere and you know i mean anywhere you know what i'm saying so if any place that sweats you can use it anywhere so if you or someone you care about is dealing with excessive sweat you have to check out SweatBlock by getting it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com using promo code locked on. Again, that's 20% off at sweatblock.com using promo code locked on or get it at Amazon or CVS. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Well, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNavers for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.